Have you ever gone to a store and you wanted to get some nerd decor to decorate your home, but you couldn't find it? Maybe a Dragon Ball Z photo on the wall or a My Hair Academia pot to put your flowers in. Well, I have some good news. This is Benjamin Banks from the Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks podcast, and I love to tell you about Nerdy Crafts by Tiny T. Tiny T, she specializes in creating nerd decor, paintings, floor arrangements, and seasonal nerd decor for the holiday season. You can check out all of her products on the links that we provide at the Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks page. And if you use the code Leveling Up, you will get 10% off. So go ahead and head over to her website and use that 10% off code and decorate your home with any type of nerd decor that you would love to put in there. You can find her on Etsy.com slash shop slash nerdy crafts by Tiny T. And again, like I said, make sure that you use that code leveling up so that way you can get 10% off of your items. Go ahead and start decorating that home. Peace. Hey, what's good, everybody? It's me, your hero, Benjamin Banks, and you are listening to a brand new episode of Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. And joining me, as always, are my co-hosts, Rebellious D and Trav. How are you fellas doing today? Hey, good. Peachy. Trying to lock on right now. Peachy, hey, get the arrow going. Mm-mm. Boom. Hey, just do one thing for me. Run. Run, Barry. Oh, God. <laughs> Hey, hey, you, I saw you ran. Hey, you know last you ran night, when I t- tried to show you that clip of the flash. I said I'm good, bro. I'm about to go watch. Hey, Supernatural. He, went, hey, he went right into the speed force. Yeah, bro. I don't. I don't get it, man. Like, I don't understand. I don't understand why you don't like the Flash TV show, man. It's 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 pretty good. Hey, Fab, hey, I was in hey. here. He had me watching it. I was like, what said, are they he doing? Saw, hey, they gave Chester his moment on the show, and it was terrible. And- it was like he tried to talk the villain down off the ledge and made it worse. Hey, like, and that's why they had him in the Q and A. He was running the socials that day. Oh, oh my! Hey, and people are just like who? Chester. Hey, oh, what would you Jesus. do if you had a cutout, a cutout of Chester? Like, what like Dan had Cassiel. I leave it out in the rain until. Yeah, you know, I mean, like, who would have a cutout of Chester? I mean, and nothing against the actor, but well, it's now just that like, you mention it, it's like it's like who who is he? Bro, I mean, like, I mean, yes. me and D, we looked up who he is, but I mean, like, who the hey, character is, but. But it's like, what relevance does that have adding him? Hey. Nothing. I mean, at no. least Cisco's an amazing character. What's, right here. That's what's... all I'm going to say. Right there. Oh, Bro, oh, wait man, a minute. <laughs> what's it called? It, it was kind of messed up, though, when they said he was going to be on the socials and ask some questions. And people was in there was like, I want to talk to Cisco. Yeah, I want to talk, talk to Cisco. To like, who wants to talk to Chester? Like, I felt bad for him, bro. I was like, man, come on. Hey, bro, man, look. Man. Hey, look, man. Uh, what, was, what was the H? What was the whales that died? Um, Dude, who cares? HD or something remember. like that. It was, it, it was, it was one of the whales. Um, but anyway, uh, remember, it's like he died, and Chester was just like, "All right, all right, Barry, it's time to get the win." <laughs> it's just like, damn, a man just died, and you don't even care that he died. But anyway, anyways, let's go ahead and get into today's episode. On today's episode, we have an amazing guest, mm-hmm. a very talented voice actor, Mister Nazee Tarsha, and uh, you know he's somebody like we always say here on Level Up with Benjamin Banks slide in dms and he responded to the message he said that he was happy to come on and let us talk with him and let us delighted delighted he was delighted man so uh let's go ahead and give him a call 
But before we start this interview, here's a word from our sponsors at Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. That's right. We want to thank Golden Ink Tattoo for always sponsoring the podcast. You can find them at 3109 Airline Boulevard in Portsmouth, Virginia. You can give them a call at 757-465-1010 and book an appointment with Denise, Kitty, Jay, or their brand new tattoo artist, Kane, spelled like Kanye. Also, mentioning up Leveling Up Banks will get you a 10% discount off your tattoo. So make sure you mention up Leveling Up Banks to get 10% off your tattoo. Hey, hey, doing well. How are y'all? Chilling. Hey, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm doing good, chill. man. Uh, you know, uh, before we started the episode, we was kind of talking uh, around a bit. We was talking about Dragon Ball Evolution. And yeah, uh, you were swooning over the voice. Uh-huh. Because, <laughs> hey, hey, he has a really nice voice. But dude said one sentence and Banks went, oh, my God, <laughs> God <laughs> voice. Look, look, look. <laughs> I, he has the voice. Look, I need uh, more people to agree with you because, uh, you know, your boy <laughs> wants to get cast. All right. That's right. Uh-huh. That's right. Uh-huh. You flatter me, though. You flatter me. (laughs) Oh, for sure, man. Hey, that's what we do up here on Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. When we have guests come on, we hype them up because they are good at what they do. And if they weren't, then we wouldn't have them up here on the pod. Right, Trev? All right. Uh, right. Let's not go that far. Hey, hey, oh, damn. Yeah. Um, just don't slam on the brakes because he's gonna. Hey, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> that, that nose, <laughs> that, that nose. Don't slam that, on the brakes. That, uh, that, uh, that nose, that nose may be a little brown when you get a strike. Yeah, I'm gonna need You know what I'm saying? Here she, we go. Uh, here we go. <laughs> I love. Uh, I love when D calls this man out. It brings me so much joy. I smile like Bank smiles when he hears Dean Winchester. Yeah, that's that's the kind of smile I get. It's like, it's like, well, the thing is, is that, you know, I I let D get his fun in on the podcast because he already knows that I'm going to give it to him off the podcast. Oh, yeah. He works me. He calls me in the morning. I call call him first thing in the morning. Because that's the kind of person Banks is. He doesn't want people to know. He's like, he does it behind closed doors. You need a whole, you need a whole Hogan, this man. Record the conversation, oh, and we're going to put it out. We're going to put it out. <laughs> Take it oh, to another man, what level. I walk into? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, so uh, before... I'm not trying to get no one canceled on this episode. <laughs> no, no. Everything is fine, because it's like, once you, leave, once you leave, I'll take care of both of them. Like, that's how it all That's what oh, she said. No. <laughs> <laughs> so before like we get one. into today's interview... Everybody that is watching this, make sure that you like the video, you tap the subscribe button, and you hit the bell button so that way you're always notified when we have new content here on Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. So let's go ahead and get into today's interview. And Z, what we do with all of our guests that we have on is we ask them, what is your origin story? So let everybody that is watching and listening know who is Nazee Karsha. Sorry about that. No, you're good. Yeah, uh, I mean, my origin story happens to be like a cliched freaking like theatrical rom-com kind of thing that happened. (laughs) Uh, You know, uh, grew up with my Middle Eastern parents, kind of just like coming overseas and brought up to be on like, you know, mathematics and sciences. You know, it's like (laughs) I'm going to be an engineer. I'm going to be a lawyer. I'm going to be some something that will actually make money, ideally. And then uh, and I actually I, uh, I was good at that stuff. And then I went to college and I was the most miserable I'd ever been in my life, mm-hmm. uh, taking just these classes. 
And um, I ended up having like a hiccup happen where I needed to take an extracurricular. And so I decided, all right, I'm gonna take an acting for non-majors course over the summer. I took that and then I was just like, yo, I kind of like this. I kind of like this a lot, actually. This is fun. So from there, I was just like, all right, I've been unhappy. This is like the happiest I've been my entire time being here in this past year. So I'm going to go ahead, try out as hard as I can for for like the, the, the theater program because uh, you have to audition to get into the acting. Right. You can transfer in a theater, but acting, it's like you had to audition and get in. And if you didn't get in in like two tries, they say you're done. Like that's it. Wow. So it became like this really weird goal for me. Um, and yeah, I worked hard and I managed to get in on my first try. Uh, you know, just, just hey, maybe I'm, maybe I was congrats. born. I don't know. Hey, you got the um, voice according to the Banks. Voice, exactly. so. <laughs> <laughs> it was meant to be, but no, uh, seriously, like I, I spent a lot of nights just like slaving and, and working, trying to just be what a good actor was supposed to be. I guess. like, I, I've never been in this world, never did drama in high school or, or middle mm-hmm. school. Uh, never did any of that stuff. Um, but uh, after I got in, uh, I immediately hit the first roadblock where it was, oh, appearance matters in theater and in camera. And look, I'm 5'6", I'm 215 pounds, I'm short stocky, I ain't getting no lead roles anytime soon. Don't matter if I got the voice, I don't have the appearance. Hmm. So, hey, so well, then I'm sorry to cut you off, but Wolverine didn't have the appearance either. Wolverine was much thinner than I was, though, just saying. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Let's be real here. If I had that appearance, maybe I'd like finagle. Yeah, a Wolverine's kind of built like a rugby player. Yeah, like, you know, let's let's not compare this uh this Pillsbury Doughboy to him. Oh <laughs> but uh but yeah, no, I, I, I started thinking a lot about just like cartoons and video games and like the media that I was just consuming in general and was just like, wait, like now that I know acting is like a career that people can chase, like, and it never really dawned on me when I was younger, like, oh, shoot, these people are like actually pursuing that, like, you can enter into the field. Sure, it's not traditional, like just a job application and whatnot, but like, it is something that people can try and do. Right. So when I realized that voice acting is the exact same thing, just a different medium, that's when I was just like, oh, hold up. It doesn't matter how I look. I can voice a two foot green gremlin. I can be a seven foot monster. I can just be a guy who looks much cooler than I do, but has my voice like the the sky's the limit. So, yeah, I just started kind of uh, gearing myself toward voiceover. My degree was in theater, but I would do like all my extra research on the side. Uh, Graduated and just started kind of being a little nomadic, went from. Uh, I was in Florida for my university uh, and I went from like Miami to Georgia, lived there for a little bit and then ended up finding my way coming to Texas when I got into contact with Funimation. And uh, from there, it's just like the the ball just kept rolling and the voiceover stuff started taking off more. And that's probably a lot longer an answer than you probably needed or wanted. Uh, I know that's cool. Man, it's okay. Uh, hey, yeah, hey I, we, I, hey, we got brother. two hours to go here, man. So uh, you can talk as much <laughs> as you want. <laughs> but yeah, the, the, I will say, I will say, I will say, there was a you know, it's kind of like that right time, right moment kind of thing right. where uh, it just so happened that one of my university like instructors, uh, he was from Texas, and so he had a contact 
who had already been a voice actor for Funimation in general and just kind of was already enveloped with this within like the voiceover scene. So it was like one contact it led to another led to me being able to get the opportunity. So like there is still that element of like right place, right time. Right. I wasn't just, you know, like, you know, I'd love to say that hard work will just get you there, but also you got to got that luck. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you also got to capitalize on your opportunity. I mean, you didn't mm-hmm. go into the interview or the audition and crap the bed. You know what I mean? Yeah. You knocked it out the park. Right. So, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, totally, uh, totally. Something I wanted to touch on is because we've had voice actors on the podcast before, um, one being Lee George and another one being Christopher Dontrell Piper. And yo, those are my guys. All hey, right. Hey, hey, they good people, man. They good yo, people. No, I look and everybody I, knows. I, I, I help Lee out. Yeah, no, I, I love Lee. Dude, Lee, Lee's a brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, he was uh our episode that came out uh recently and really cool dude. Um, we enjoyed having him up here on the podcast. And I just wanted to bring up how um, you know, they were into theater as well before they got into voice acting. So it's it's interesting that if you were in theater, it's kind of easier to get into voice acting because like you were saying, um, you know, you were in the right place at the right time and somebody who worked for Funimation, it's like they knew who you were and then you went through the process and then bam, it's just like you got into voice acting. So, you know, if anybody that's listening and watching this, if you're into theater, you might possibly be able to get into voice acting. It might be an easier (laughs) route for you to get in because I know too, um, it's like it's acting you know what i'm saying theater it's like you're playing a role so um that carries over into doing something right, behind yeah. behind the yeah. mic it, it makes it easier because i'm a professional wrestler and it's like when i get in the ring and i gotta cut a promo it's like you know it's, it's a form of acting you know because of the expressions that you have to make um you know the tone of your voice and everything And a lot of people, they can't cut a promo. You know what I'm saying? It's like some guys will get in the ring and they'll try to cut a promo. And it's just like, I don't believe anything that this guy is saying. And when it comes to cutting a promo, when it comes to acting, it's like you have to you have to be able to deliver. So that way people will believe, um, believe you. You know what I'm saying? When you're watching a TV show, a movie, it's just like you can tell like when somebody isn't isn't giving it 100 percent. Yeah, you you got to FedEx that mother. You know what I mean? <laughs> if I can piggyback off that. Hey, um, hey he already knows. What? <laughs> hey, that's what? That, that's our <laughs> Pee Wee Herman. That's the word of the podcast. Piggyback. Uh, uh, that is what piggyback. we do. We piggyback. We we piggyback. And piggyback. we double piggyback. And we uh-huh. triple piggyback. Yeah. Hey, All we, right. Hey, guys, yeah, we're we going to have to come up with a new plan because he already, he, he's got us figured out. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's, like, it's just like, did you listen to us beforehand? Because it's like that's that's our word, like piggyback and uh, piggyback and snowball. We, you know, yeah. Like, uh, oh yeah, we got I would one. love to say that I did my due diligence, but I, I'd be honest, I didn't. Oh, he drags a ball. Evolution does. I like. I like. I like to think. I'd like to think. Great minds think alike. Yeah. That's, what, that's yeah. all that's yeah. happening. That's a good like cop that. out. That's a good cop out. Damn, he gave us the Dragon Ball Evolution treatment. Didn't read the uh-huh. manga. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and cancel myself. We done, guys. Hey, hey, well, nice having you on, man. Uh, (laughs) It was fantastic. This is our shortest interview ever. (laughs) Um, I need to hear this piggyback. But yeah, no, with the with the to piggyback off of the whole theater into voiceover and stuff. 
So I got into Funimation, but Funimation wasn't a goal. Or to put that more appropriately, uh, I didn't get into voice acting with the sole purpose of doing like anime or anything. That was just, you know, whatever gigs or opportunities came into my inbox, that's what I just chased after and continued expanding from there. But for people that enter this field, one of the reasons why you'll see a lot of folks that have like theater backgrounds or just like, you know, general acting backgrounds is that a lot there's there's a lot of folks in voice acting that are just fans like they'll they want to pursue voiceover because they think video games are cool they think anime is cool they think cartoons and they just want to like be a part of that catch that little little fire but it's like you were saying you know they 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 don't acknowledge the acting part of the voice acting so they think it's just a matter of being able to go on and do a quirky voice and just be like oh my god i get to be here it's like no look like Like it's it's about the acting. So that's why you'll find a lot of folks when when they're casting, if they happen to be watching a play and they notice like an actor that stood out to them, they'll be like, hey, you were really good. Would you like to audition for my show? Uh, It happens to be a video game or it happens to be an, you know, it's like that's how that sort of ends up happening for half the people in this industry, I feel, because it, it displays a commitment to the craft of acting rather than just a fandom to the medium or or you know genres of like video games and anime and things like that because voice acting it's it, it is that like that weird thing where because of just the 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 overall fan base that exists it reaches out to so many more people than just artists obviously yeah. you know um which is why it becomes harder to kind of like sift through and be like all right who's actually an actor who's actually dedicated and who's just trying to get in because they think it's cool yeah. Yeah. Um, let, let me just say, we've talked about how far English dubbing has come over the last 10 years or so versus like the 90s where the English dubs were pretty poor versus now. You'll notice, though, the reason why Disney animations are so good because they're filled with actors. And now that Funimation has started to go out and get, you know, actual people with acting background and understand the yep. mentality of how to play characters. Versus just yeah. going and getting people that are fans of anime. How it, I yeah. guarantee you that's how it was back in the day. Because even when we had Kyle Hebert up here, he even talked about he was just a fan of Dragon Ball Z and wanted yep. to audition. You know what I right. mean? And now it seems like they're really trying to go out and get people that understand character development and how to take themselves into somebody else. Yep. Right. Totally. Especially with back then where <laughs> it used to be just like you might have like a newspaper. Like they were just trying to get bodies right, into a door. Yeah, right. It's like nobody wants to do this. This is just random and like, oh, what is anime? Right. You know, just to use that as the example. But yeah, no, I completely agree. It's just people are, are trying to make sure that they nurture the field. Now, the question that I had is how many people, because like you said, like some people, they get into voice acting and it's like they're they're just fans. They're part of the fandom. Um, I know we had Mark Allen Jr. on and he was telling us, um, well, I actually talked with him about this um, outside of the pod because I've always been interested in getting into voice acting. And, you know, he recommended that I take like a course or a class or something like that by, uh, you know, somebody like I know uh, Steve Bloom. He has a voice acting yeah, he class. He, class. Right. Yeah. yeah, he recommended that to me. But I wanted to know, like, how many people like how many people like audition for roles and it's like, you know, they've never been to a class or anything. It's just like, you know, they just put a demo out there on the internet and uh, 
you know, were they lucky to, you know, get selected or do they get turned away because they don't have any experience? Because it's kind of, I would, I would say it's kind of like a, a job interview, correct? Kind of. So I will say, you know, it's not a one size fits all. Uh, it's not something that, you know, there isn't sort of an elitist view that you have to have a experience and resume and background and all this stuff. That stuff just helps give you more credibility. So when you send that email or if you happen to like, you know, make out that social media post saying, Hey, here's my demo. I happen to be an actor. Uh, here's kind of like what I do. Um, that stuff helps to build the credibility. At the end of the day, you absolutely have actors with zero experience that manage to book, you know, some awesome opportunities. And it's just because they get it also, you know, it's like, acting definitely comes more naturally to some than others. Some understand, uh, even if they didn't have any formal training, it's kind of like, just like that hidden talent, yeah. that, mm-hmm. you know, some folks may just have. And in other yeah, times, same thing with singing. Yeah, no, exactly. And, and, you know, uh, I, I don't like to discredit any single person that gets cast in a thing. Uh, if they, regardless of the, the skill level or experience, there is always a reason or there's something that the director heard yep. in that, demo that audition that whatever it may be yeah uh and they said i want to give it a shot at the end of the day it varies on whether or not that shot was worth it uh because obviously there are people come in and out of those doors right. uh or like in this industry in general mm-hmm. um but but yeah no i i don't like to deter pe- deter people from thinking that oh yeah there is like there is a like yes there is a barrier of entry but that barrier of entry is just flexible as hell. It, it really just depends and varies person to person. As much as I know how much everyone loves to hear that there is no one guaranteed way to break in and get through a door. Yeah. Well, um, I just want to piggyback real quick. Um, mm-hmm. That just goes hand in hand with saying somebody's a natural at something. Some people, yeah. it doesn't matter the profession. There's always naturals and there's always people who have to work to get to that level. Right. You know, whether it's anything physically, mentally, it's just how it works. Totally. Yeah, I just wanted to say too, um, you know, to take it back to wrestling, um, you know, some people like they'll message me and they'll say, Hey, I want to be a professional wrestler. Uh, can you, can you help me get my foot in the door? And I always tell them, it's just like, you, you need to go to a wrestling school because you can't just step into the ring just because you were playing a video game or you right. watch it on TV and think that you're going to be able to do the moves. Now there are some people who, um, you know, it's like, like backyard wrestlers or, you know, people who, uh, did a bunch of wrestling moves on their trampoline when they were kids, like the young bucks, for example, um, in AEW, they, they were backyarders. And when they did start getting into, you know, wrestling schools and stuff like that, they were naturals at all the moves. So it's kind of like what you were saying with voice acting, where some people it's like, they might just have it. Like who knows like how many hours that person spent, looking in their bathroom mirror and just reciting lines and, and just acting out scenes with, uh, you know, with multiple characters and whatnot. And some people, it's like, they come prepared. It's, it's, it's always, uh, it's always good when, um, you know, you keep practicing because it's something that you want to do in life. And when you finally get there, um, it's, uh, it's a truly a blessing. Absolutely. Um, now, you know, like, Thanks for saying we've had voice actors on here before, but I don't I think you might be the first person that we've had on here that does so much stuff behind the scenes and going (laughs) going into like building, you know, all that stuff. I don't think we've ever really had that on here before and that experience 
So I'm definitely eager to know, you know, kind of like the step-by-step process of talent coordination and coming in here and doing the, you know, the, the dialogue replacement and reworking scripts and what goes into making those decisions and how they're going to rework something to fit it for the English dubs. Yeah. So in terms of uh, adapting a script and creating something, you uh, there's kind of like an assembly line that happens. Um, you have the time coder who's kind of at the front uh, making sure that they're like all the dialogue is appropriately coded so that when you go to a specific part in the video, it's there. Mm-hmm. Then that'll go down to the script writer where they'll go ahead and take the translation that we're given and make it to where it's actually sounding like they're legitimate words that would come out of a person's mouth rather than just, you know, uh, hodgepodge together words that's just like the generic meaning of what the sentence should be. And then from there, uh, that's when it like it really ramps up on me and the director uh, where we come together and are like, okay, who are everyone that exists in this thing? Uh, Who is already cast? Who do we need to cast? Uh, Do we need to hold auditions? Is the deadline way too tight to where we just need to like kind of, all right, we know who fits these vocal types. Let's go ahead and try this, 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 and this, call it a day. Um, And then kind of working to hit those deadlines uh, in terms of anime, because that's what a lot of our work ends up being. Uh, There are simul dubs, you know, these weekly releases uh, that cause just really, really hectic and chaotic Uh, times where sometimes I'll be up to like two, three in the morning just being like, okay, let's go ahead and email uh, Lee George, tell him, all right, hey, are you available in like seven hours to come in? You know, it's like stuff like that. Or the text Um, message that Lee's talking about, not the email, the text. uh Yeah, yeah, or the text, Uh yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I've gotten my fair share of my own 3 a.m. text, that's for sure. But, and and it's just a matter of like, you know, making sure you're on top of things, Uh, on top of the talent coordination I happen to do uh, like client meetings as well, uh, kind of have production meetings to make sure that uh, deadlines are all on track, what exactly the needs of the production are and whatnot. You know, if I'm talking with the folks over at Funimation, for instance, it's just kind of making sure that uh, the, uh, you know, everything is being adhered to that the licensor has asked for on top of, you know, like I said, just meeting the deadlines in general and just kind of making sure everyone's on the same page and yeah i mean that's that's a lot of it i also direct uh i most of my direction happens to be on uh some of the video games that we do so uh smite paladins rogue company uh these things i sort of help dabble in and every now and then i may help assistant direct if like one of my coworkers can't or like just a huge monkey wrench came in so my life is just like a 24-7 constant revolving, you know, where if I'm not doing the acting stuff, I'm juggling everything else. And there are a lot of times where I'm just in a booth recording, but I'll also have my phone just like, oh, man, this actor didn't show up. OK, uh, let me text them while I'm doing my lines or something or in between me saying my lines. Let me go ahead and do this real quick. But it's, it is a lot of chaos mm-hmm. um, and there's a lot of moving parts. Yeah. So, so I take it that you enjoy doing voice acting more than doing the directing stuff. Uh, actually, I do like the directing stuff quite a bit. And I think it's because my acting background lends me to being able to kind of like bring some performances out of actors. Right. Uh, like, you know, there's a, there's a certain kind of lingo that ends up being adopted by actors to one another. And if I can't get what I want, it's, you know, coming up with like weird analogies or metaphors on the spot to kind of just be like, 
all right, how do I get this read out of an act? Like, I know what I want to hear. How do I explain it to them without just straight up telling them, hey, give it to me like this? Because right. I hate doing that. Yeah, also. Yeah, I, like, yeah, yeah. I want there to be a collaboration. I want the actor to have like gotten to the end point with the, you know, with the push rather than just being told. Because if you're just told, depending on the instance, it just makes you feel like a failure. Right. Yeah. Um, but but I, I do actually very much enjoy the directing. Now, the rest of the administrative stuff that can definitely that that can take a hike. I hate That's, it. Just saying, <laughs> I'm very I'm very good at my job, yeah. but boy, does it put a drag on things when I'm just like, I just want a full time voice right. actor. I just want to like act and direct. I don't want to do this other stuff. That's the stuff you get paid for. The other stuff mm. is you know what you would do for free because it's fun. That's that's <laughs> right. why you're getting paid to deal with that other. There's business. a reason. That's that's what's putting this 103 right here. Right. In front yeah. Of me. Exactly. <laughs> so taking it back. Uh, how was it the first time that you stepped into the booth and what was the first role that you had did when you stepped into the booth? Oh man. Um, so the first thing that I ever did was a live action dub on a movie called Swordmaster. And, uh, what happened there was I took a class, uh, recommendation happened, recommendation. And this was actually at Okatron before I worked there okay. as, uh, nice. as my current job. So, I was brought in and, you know, it's, it's one of those things like, oh man, I'm actually like, I got picked. Okay, cool. So go in the booth and I have this, like this switch that I flip on and off. Uh, I'm a personal, personal fan of the idea where if you are geeking over the thing and you have like this over like excitable energy, leave it at the front door and nobody wants to see that. Cause that just looks unprofessional as hell. So every time I go in, it's just like, Oh, hey, you know, yeah, back then at least. Now I have more camaraderie with my, my my peers, of course. But yeah, first time I entered the booth, it was just like a very much cut and dry, like, yeah, okay, cool. Uh, you want to play a dying old man? I've never done this before, but sure. You know, it's just like, hear the direction, do what I'm told, hope I did it right. And I do remember at the end of that session, uh, they were in the middle of recording Dragon Ball Super, actually. And they were looking for someone to play a character. Ultimately, I didn't land it. But uh, the director at the time, he was just like, hey, give me one sec. And like he stepped out of the booth and I, he went to go and talk with the director and he, the, the director of Dragon Ball at that uh, point. And he came back and was like, hey, so real quick, I'm going to have you uh, do this audition. Uh, yeah. And I was just like, of course, I saw Dragon Ball Super. And I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who, yeah, who wouldn't so, be excited for that? Right. And then um, and then that uh, I think my my second session was uh, I got called same. It was like a word of mouth. I did good enough in that one session where director uh, recommended me to another director. Uh, it was like Donald Schultz, Raleigh Pickens and Stephen Hoff. They're like the main three uh, at that time. And uh, I remember I got a thing where it was just like, hey, uh, are you available to record on Code Geass, uh, Akito the Exile? And I was just like. Like it just jumped immediately. Like I just went from like a live action dub and my first credit right after was a Code Geass thing. And then like the one after that was like uh Black Butler Book of the Atlantic. Like it was just oh, yeah. like all of a sudden I just got thrown into this world where I was just like, I grew up watching this. Uh <laughs> what is happening right now? And of course, you know, I try to keep it professional, but then like, you know, I go home and I like get on the phone with my girlfriend and just be like what the hell is my life right now? (laughs) (laughs) What is happening? Um, But yeah, it's, 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 it's a, it's an awesome feeling, you know? Um, And, and 
that's kind of my first experience. It was just like that train where it was just like, oh man, I guess, yeah, word of mouth really does play a huge role too. Now, Nazi, question for you. Do you feel like doing additional voices in multiple projects helps you to hone your abilities? You know, with taking so many different angles, you know, not knowing what they're going to ask of you? I do, actually. There's an element of improv in there uh, where it kind of keeps you on your toes. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's kind of just like a quick course, like a crash course in kind of just going through your arsenal. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, there are a lot of times where if you're called for additional voices, like obviously some people's ranges are not as extensive as others. So, you know, someone may only be able to do this voice and then maybe go a little higher and that's it, whatever. But they'll at least get to go back and forth. You know, it's like, okay, episode one, episode two, episode three, back, 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 Got call it, it a day. Yeah. Um, but I, I think there is absolutely merit to just any of the type of work because anything that you end up booking kind of helps sharpen your skills regardless of the nature of it, yeah, you know? Exactly. If you're, if you're booking lead roles, then great. You're you're getting a, a, a an extensive study in kind of developing a character, building a character yep. throughout a season and all that stuff. But with the additional voices, it kind of helps, uh, you know, in the very least, even if you felt that it was worth it, well, worthless, which I disagree with, of course. But in the very least, it keeps your dubbing skills uh, sharp because dubbing is definitely a, a different beast mm. uh, in the acting world, trying to just like see the sentence, look at how the flaps are and just match that to that in the timing. And like, mm-hmm. there's something always being done to sharpen your skills, even if you don't think there is. Exactly. Yeah, I was going to bring up too. Um, it, is just, it just popped up in my head. When we had Mark on, he was saying that, you know, when it comes to voice acting, some people, it's like they think that they have to do impressions and stuff when it comes to voice acting. Whereas at the end of the day, you could just use your, your normal voice and like that'll land you to roll. Yeah. Uh, if there's anything that has like <laughs> on the inside right. uh, of the industry, everyone hates people who just come up and say, I can do impressions. Right, yeah. um, that's not to say that the impressions aren't valuable in some capacity, but they're also kind of not acknowledging that Tom Kenny still exists in the industry. We don't need a SpongeBob yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, impersonation, yeah. but we can just get SpongeBob. <laughs> like he's there. Um but yeah, like it's that's that's like the the voice acting one hundred and one that I think a lot of uh, veterans will tell people, which is scrap the impressions. Like, sure, you can try and hone them, have fun with them; they're kind of fun to bring up. But in a legitimate setting, it's not about being zany. It's not about uh, impressions. It's about being real. Right. It's about yeah. kind of you know bringing a sort of naturalism and bringing yourself to the performance. If all you can do is impressions, then you're just telling people you yourself don't have your own voice and your own personality. I like and that. And why would you want to hire that? Yeah, I like mm. that right there. Interesting. You like that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, he's spitting facts right now. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I wanted to ask you now, uh, what were some of your favorite animes that you watched growing up? So my number one uh, actually was something that I recently watched was uh, Ping Pong the Animation I'm going to count that as a, an answer because I'm still growing up. Mm-hmm. But when I was when I was when I was younger, Shaman King, that that hey. was one of my tops. Uh, low key, you know, whoever ends up getting that dub, I'm looking for an audition. Awesome. Um, <laughs> hey. um, you got you need additional voices. I'm right here. Uh-huh. Um, That's right. Shameless plug. Yo, like yeah, go, but, put uh, it out there. Put it out there in the ether, man. <laughs> but uh, Yu Yu Hawk show is also just up Ooh. there for me. You know, it's like. 
Classic. You know, uh, had that. Uh, just a lot of the Toonami stuff or like the Adult Swim stuff, you know, going going into um, Roroni Kenshin, going into watching Naruto when I was in sixth grade and, and just being like, oh, man, look at all these cool things that are happening. And of course, Dragon Ball is a classic. Of course. Um, but if I had to give you my tops, Shaman King and Yu Yu Hakusho, those are still to this day in my top five. Nice, nice. Well, well, what's the rest of your top five? The rest of my top five? That's a good question. I'll need to think about that. Um, but right now, it's definitely... So it's those two, Ping Pong, the animation. Um, I will have to get back to you. Let me brainstorm that. I was, I was hoping that you would say JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. You know, look, all right. So hey, we'll keep on hoping. Yeah. I do love that show. And I, I, I absolutely do. But I'm not putting it in the top five. I'm sorry. Mm. I'll put it in the top. I'll put it in my, I, I'll take that. It's in, in my top ten. Thank you. It's, it's not it in my top five, five, but it's in the top ten. Though. I'll, I'll give you no, top ten. Five. I'll give you top ten. That I will give you. But I, I, I can't justify top five. This guy, Trav, <laughs> come on. Now he's trying the, to the cover The fact it up. that this man talks about it every week in second, and for him to say it's, it's not in my it's, top it's, it's, five. Yeah, it's in my top. Hey, yeah, it's in the top ten. What the hell you talk? about it so damn much because, because i because i love <laughs> jojo's bizarre adventure trav we did a top 10 episode and I, jojo's bizarre adventure was number seven on my list yeah but that i feel like that episode was was before you got the illness the jojo illness wow. i love I, lo- hey, I love how the truth comes to light trav. <laughs> hey, 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 you mm, know back remember when you know he started using my my thing and i'd be like oh you're using my thing and he was like i've been doing that and we both I have be been like, doing it i just won't oh, doing it on the pod that's what he does i just want to do it on the pod i does. love the snowball <laughs> hey i'm gonna sleep good tonight <laughs> mm. but he said i like it but it's not my top five oh. yeah it's not yeah it's, it's number seven number seven my my top five. Well, we didn't ask uh, you. My top five. Damn. Dragon Ball. You're not the guy. Hey, I need to put it out there. It's Dragon Ball, My Hero Academia, Yu Yu Hakusho, Sailor Moon, and uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. He's trying to be. Okay. Come on. Well, respectable. Uh, I'll, yeah, look, yeah. I'll give you BOTD here. Respectable. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, uh, yeah. hey, when I'm dealing with these guys every day, yeah. man, it's like, it, it feels good. Z, thank it you. It feels good to, you know, be appreciated, <laughs> man. Because feels good. It's all good. It's all good. Oh, sorry. One, uh, I remember two, one of the other two, Dead Man Wonderland. Oh, my God. That's so that's good. A good one. Yeah, that's a good one. One that I know a lot of people wish they would continue. Right? Yeah, man. Now, I'm waiting on that one day, right? One Maybe. Day. <laughs> now, Trav, did Dead Man Wonderland, did that fall in with like D Gray Man and all that stuff that kind of, they just kind of stopped the anime? Well, no, because, um, I mean, that's just one of those ones that like, I guess it was hot over here, just wasn't that successful mm-hmm. over in Japan or something. I'm not, you know how. I think, yeah. I, think, I think there was also a halt in the manga because uh, I believe yeah. the artist uh or the creator was pregnant at the time also so there may have been like a slight pause where it was just like yo uh, i got life things okay. um but popularity was probably absolutely a thing as well oh yeah for sure okay okay now, I, I wanted to kind of piggyback and go back on uh what you had brought up yu yu Hakusho being in your top five now i recently just watched and finished hunter hunter uh last year yeah it was last year i finished it uh, for the first time now there are a lot of fans out there that, you know, are Yu Yu Hakusho fans, and they say that Hunter Hunter is better than Yu Yu Hakusho. Now, have you have you watched Hunter Hunter and finished it? And, I have. 
Okay, yep. now, what are your opinions on the Yu Yu Hakusho versus Hunter Hunter discussion? All right, look, they're two different shows. Right. Now, they have their similarities. Obviously. But I will give this to people who prefer Hunter Hunter over the Yu Yu Hakusho. I get it because Hunter Hunter is definitely a much better paced thing. It's one of those things where, because it's the same creator. Right. Yeah. Um, so it's like, you know, learned from one project and brought some new spice into the next and kind of kept it a little more succinct with that. Um, and also, it, it, it it's definitely a little zanier and whatnot. You know, we're looking at an earlier uh, 2000 anime versus, you know, a later one. And it's just like, okay, fine. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt and say, hey, you like Hunter Hunter. You think it's better? I'll, I'll let you have it. I don't agree. I'm not saying that it's worse, but they're its own thing, man. Like, you, you got to enjoy each for what they are. I mean, Yu Yu Hakusho, I think, was one of the first, like, hard-hitting character development-related animes that I'd watched. It's just like, it's it's like the first example to me of, of oh, this can be for, like, adults, too? This, yeah. This actually can hit multiple age groups and actually have meaning? Yeah, no, like, let's go with that. The hell? Yeah, I think that was like a, a genre defining like uh, or a medium defining uh, show. So you put some respect on Yu Yu Hawk show, OK? Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm glad that you said that where you said that, you know, it's something that could be for kids and adults, because I know we had got Cowboy Bebop over here in the States before Yu Yu Hawk show. And that was another anime that was, you know, for adults. But when it came to, you know, Cowboy Bebop and Yu Yu Hakusho, I, I enjoy Yu Yu Hakusho a lot more uh, just because of the character development. There was character development on Cowboy Bebop as well, but I don't know. It was just something more relatable with watching Yu Yu Hakusho because it was your typical uh, shonen story. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? So it was just it was just one of those things. But uh, D... <laughs> I'm dead. Hey, I'm just. You are not gonna sit huh. here and put Yu Yu Hakusho above Cowboy. It's my opinion. It's my opinion. It's my opinion. That's, fi- that's, that's, that's fine. fine. But, but and I'm gonna give you some reasons. Cowboy Bebop. That soundtrack. It doesn't have character development. Jack. You have all these interleaking stories that they all get resolved one way or another. Jack. I mean the villains, the action, the comedy. I mean, dude, they fight. At one point, they fight leftovers that was left in their fridge. Now, for too now long. I. I will say this. Yu Yu Hakusho has better over-the-top characters like a Dragon Ball Z kind of, of thing. I'm not trying and to take I any love, respect I have all of Yu Yu Hakusho on DVD. It is in my top 10. It is a classic. And it's an OG. It is an OG anime. Yeah, I will put it up there with like a 4 but this man Banks not going to sit here and look me in my, in my damn eyes <laughs> and tell me right now that Yu Yu Hakusho <laughs> is a better anime Come than Cowboy Bebop when... That soundtrack Three alone, Three out of the four man. arcs are just repeat arcs, okay? It's the same. That's true. <laughs> I, I agree with you. And Look, I like man. watching them. I love, I love the tournaments, but let's not sit here and act like it ain't the same damn story. Just, you know, when minor changes. <laughs> oh, no, I, I agree. Yeah, definitely uh, the, fin- yes. the final arc this for you, you hockey show. Hey, he won't say in that when Bill, when Bo Billingsley was on this, this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> oh. like, it was like, it was like, Easy. It was like Bo, I love Jack. I'm sure I, I do love Jack. Jack. I do love Jack. Play. But you, you have to show. More, I mean, not, like, it's not more than you, Skate, you're a messy, is what you say. Hey, look. You, you have to show my, it's my number three. It's my number three. I mean, what do you want me to say? Nah, <laughs> okay. Nah, all right. I love you, Haka Show, though. I love you, Haka I mean, it's a great, it's, look, I like my man Cool Bar keeps it real. He was my idol growing up. He is up. that man. I mean, 
He aged that dude. He aged the original Sasuke. Sasuke wishes he was EA, right? Oh, for sure. All day. It is funny how they ripped uh EA's costume for uh Razorhead, ain't it? Oh sh- it's like wearing the same thing. I didn't thing. Even notice it. Uh in a way. He doesn't have the goggles. No, nah, but Hunter Hunter is a great anime. I loved yes. it. I love the Chimera arc. Um, but yeah, it's, I can't say it's better than uh Damn Yu Haka show. You know what I mean? I love Hunter Hunter, but I can't say it's better than Yu Haka show. Oh no, I think it's a little more developed than yeah. well, I mean again, he's difference. had twenty years. In between the exactly. time of writing it to develop his skills as a storyteller. Exactly. No, well, I mean, you, you know well, I mean? Hunter Hunter came out in 96, I believe. Like the story. Okay, well, 10 years. Excuse me, this guy. Yeah, what? You, you, <laughs> hey, like, when did you hop hey, off what, 90? right now? Thank you. Do you hop show came out of what, 90, 91? <laughs> yeah. Somewhere <laughs> I know they're both old. Yeah, they're both. Yeah, they, I, I, know I know they're, they're both, both old. <laughs> they both, I know they both came out in the 90s, but. I will say that, um, you know, he had more time to, uh, like Trav said, develop Hunter Hunter. Right. But, um, you mm-hmm. know, after everything that happened with Yu Yu Hakusho, because I know that it, it caused him great stress. Right. So he was able to... Um, Dude, he put in a lot of work in all series. Yeah, Hunter, you know Hunter what I'm caused saying? him great stress, too. He had to leave. Like, debating, like, debating, aside, you know, aside. Yeah, he put in a lot of work. Yeah, I don't know. I, like, just, I just thought that the character development in Hunter Hunter was a lot better than I will, Yu Yu Hakusho. Yeah, um, it seems more developed. Um, and then also, I will, too. I will. Sorry. Oh, go, oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, I, I was going to say, I, I want to edit the, the, the argument. Like, while the, 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 the original source may have come around, you know, with a few year gap. When we're talking about anime, yeah, yeah, because you know we're 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 talking about recent Hunter Hunter. We're not yeah, talking not about the like the original, one, that, not the nineties yeah. one. Yeah, 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 yeah. The other that one was, started yeah, twenty eleven like somewhere in there. That was twenty eleven. Yeah. So like you know, the, 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 uh, there's a twenty year gap. There's, there's there's a little gap. Yeah, but there's I mean, like gap. that's that's the same thing. Like <laughs> where you have some people who try to, um, you know, bash Dragon Ball and say that oh well. Naruto is a better story, or My Hero Academia is a better story. It's like Dragon Ball oh, came out almost thirty years ago, and that's a real forefather right yeah. there. Yeah. You can't. I mean, yeah. you can't mess with Dragon Ball, dude. I love yeah, that. Yeah, but story. again, me personally, when I say it, what I'm like, yo, Naruto Shippuden, storyline wise, craps all over Dragon Ball Z. It's not that I hate. I mean, you know me, bro. I love well, Dragon that's Ball what Z. I'm saying, though. It, like, Dragon Ball true, Z is like literally, facts, yeah, it's literally a four five, yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, it, it walks so they could run, you absolutely. know what I'm saying? Like, Ninja I Run, mean, like, but like, hey, you know, all these animes pay homage to Dragon Ball, you know, oh, what for I mean? sure. So, Correct, there, there's tons of respect, yeah. And then, I mean, then there's some that pay homage to Yu Yu Hakusho. I mean, like, we we've seen it exactly. Hey. Or, or Jojo. Hey guys, just wanted to drop some knowledge on y'all. A new uh, front of the podcast, Dewan O'Neill, has dropped his first novelization, Dear Dominic, a roadmap to his son, on Amazon. Grab your copy today. Also, Nazi, yeah. also, I, I would like to recommend you a show that we just did a oh, review yes. for called Scissor 7. Scissor 7, oh. all right, all right. It is a Netflix show, Scissor 7. Yeah, it's a- it's about a... An assassin who loses his memory, and he's basically, uh, what would you say, moonlighting as a hairstylist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a cover-up. It's a cover-up. Cover yeah. Cover yeah. And, uh, yes, I think you'll get a kick out you know of who, it. It's very You know light. who Ronnie Chang is? Mm-hmm. Uh, stand-up comedian? Not by name. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have no who he is. Damn right I do. Mm-hmm. This, you know me in stand-up. He had me on that comedy uh-huh. scene. Yeah. Now, if, if we're going to be recommending anime... 
I would also it's, recommend. Of course, the opportunity. I, I would also that. recommend. It is. Well, well, Trav, well, Trav, me and D, we both recommended it to you, and you was just like, "Nah, I'm good on it." And, and I swear to God, he said, "Hey, hold on, Rondell, I'm talking." I'm Trav, easy, easy, I'm Trav, speaking. easy, don't hurt. The Great Pretender is another good oh, is another yes. good anime. It's on Netflix as well. I feel like he and, was going to uh, say Tiger and Bunny, but he changed it when no, I was No, Tiger and Bunny is good too, but I didn't know you were a mind reader and you uh, you read my mind. Oh, uh, Hey, the more you know. All right, I'll let, let you know. know. Right now, I, I went onto my Netflix just now. I added nice. both of them. No, but for right. real, since, I'm, a my, I'm a man of my word. This is seven is a hidden gem. It is really that good. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Is that good? I'm about that. So... Uh, go back to the voice acting talk. What are some of your favorite projects that you worked on? Uh, I mean, Pokemon kind of takes the, one of the bigger cakes um, just because of the fact that, you know, that, that was more than just watching the show. That was a lifestyle choice. That was, you know, collecting the cards and the games and all this other stuff. Absolutely. Um, and then I'm trying to think. Damn, you got, got me having to think about my, my own projects. I got so mm-hmm. many that I do like. Um I mean, I, I, I gotta, I gotta give the hands out to, to just like the big things I've been in. You know, uh, Attack on Titan was, was a, was a mm. big one for me. Um, one Piece was also, oh, that's number five. There we go. How did I forget One Thank Piece? Thank you. Uh, hey, notice how JoJo won in that top five, but the, my man got One Piece. Hey, don't, <laughs> hey, look, don't, don't nobody care about One Piece. Hey. Right it's all right. It's all right. All right. Well, I know, you know, I guess I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to cancel the rest of this session. Yeah. Y'all have a good one. Uh, <laughs> hey, it was nice knowing y'all. Thanks, Big Mad. Right now, I can see it. I can see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not. It's oh, not too man. often that we get a guest up here that uh that here have it is, one right? here it is. in our top five. Actually, it's pretty. It's, it's pretty. Often. Life. No, it's not all it's the time. Hey, often. hey, when we had Kevin up here, we had Kevin up here. He didn't. He didn't say One Piece was in his top five. He said he loved JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. So I, of course, hey. I love it when we. Have hey, Kevin. a blind squirrel finds a nut every hey. once in a while. Uh, hey. Hey. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, got that. Yeah, just got, I, I love. <laughs> all right, so One Piece, Dragon Ball Super, Attack on Titan. Uh, you know, just the OGs that we grew up on that I managed to put my that I managed to somehow get my name on there. Those are the ones. I looked up in banks. I felt I felt the heat coming off his eyes. Uh-huh. <laughs> I heard one piece and I was just uh-huh. that's crazy nope. though. Hey. You know, to grow up on something and then uh be a, be a part, part of, it. of it in some capacity. It's yeah. so weird, awesome. dude. Like, like I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I still to this very moment, I, I I go to bed and I'm just like, is this really happening? You know, like like we go on and like my girlfriend and I, we just go into the living room, watch like on Netflix or open up the funny app or whatever, and it's just like, I'm on this. Like, yeah. what is happening? You know, it's just there's there's like uh, I'm, I, I'd be lying to you if I said I didn't have like a sense of imposter syndrome happen like every other hour. <laughs> it's just like. You know, um, and, and, and at Ocratron, uh, my boss is Christopher Sabat. So yeah. um, the fact Ooh. that, like, you know, I, I, a lot of my peers and just, like, friends in this industry are just folks that are, like, of worldwide acclaim. And I'm just like, and I'm just some random schmuck who likes guest ideas and, and <laughs> makes, a lot of, makes a lot of depression jokes on Twitter. All right. Like, <laughs> I do not belong here. <laughs> I know. I, I feel like we need to dive into these quesadillas, right? Because uh-huh. for me, I I like steak, I like green peppers, I like onions, and I mm. like mushrooms. Obviously, the cheese is a given, right? I don't need to say. Of cheese. course, yeah. 
course. Yeah. But what yeah. makes the perfect? Oh, also, I would I the season. I prefer not my quesadilla folded, but two tortillas hmm. on top of each other. Mm. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. I can respect. Look, I respect it. Like, look. Interesting technique. Hey, that's how they do it I at Wawa. Like, look, that's how I used Wawa. to do it too. Wawa. <laughs> that's what they do Wawa. at Wawa, bro. Look. Come on, man. No. You live yeah, he does. Yes, but, he does. Every day. Yes, he, he does. Up, look at this man in the parking lot at Wawa. There's, all there's, the time. Oh, when you're, when <laughs> you're driving a big guy. truck, I mean, he's like, always you, something. And there's, there is a pandemic going on right now. You know, you can't you can't drive a truck through a drive-thru. Okay. I'm going to but so, Wawa, but so you're admitting though. it. Yeah, I go to Wawa a lot, but it's not by choice. But yeah. I yeah, mean, okay, there I, we go. If, so anyway, back to the case. I, I would choose sheets over Wawa, but we don't oh, have absolutely. any absolutely. I mean, absolutely. We don't have any sheets, unfortunately. We don't have sheets, though. But yeah, um, what makes the perfect case of D? Look, I mean, you just got to have, like like, like uh, D said, that seasoning. Mm-hmm. You know, uh-huh. I don't care. I don't yeah. care what your preference and your choice is. The thing that's most disappointing to me is when I have to rely on a sauce to get some sort of right. enjoyment mm-hmm. out of a quesadilla. Like, if you give me that quesadilla, you know, I, I want that like teen, teenage mutant ninja turtles like pizza spread, mm-hmm. where like if you you, you take a slice mm-hmm. out or right there, you right. see that cheese. Uh-huh. Like, Aye, like, yes. Now, look, now when you, you know? now when you say mm-hmm. seasonings, you don't just mean salt and pepper because you know some people. When Who they puts pepper when they in their cases, look, like, uh, he, he's probably talking about chili look, look, powder. Uh, maybe, if you, uh, look, cumin. if you're not, don't get if, you, if you're making quesadillas and you're not using something that has like a Spanish word in yeah, it, yeah. Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. completa or sazon goya, something, <laughs> man. Like, no, 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 you're doing it wrong. Who puts, who puts pepper in their quesadilla, <laughs> bro? This dude said, <laughs> Don't worry, he's got a long way to go. He don't know we what to him, do. Look. We got him tonight. <laughs> I love it. Lucky try to figure yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? He's looking up quesadilla seasonings right now. What can I say? What can I say? All I had was salt and pepper. I don't know what to say. Paprika. Look, look, look. Look, you know, people may talk some trash, but if you got to, you go to that taco aisle, just get one of those pre-made taco seasonings even. If you got to, there ain't no shame in that. I do that. Yeah, if you hey, hey, you do it. Look, you everybody do it knows right. white people tacos. They rely, they rely on that taco seasoning from the packet <laughs> right there. That, Dude, that's our bread and butter. Is that is our bread <laughs> and butter. Oh, you got the tacos to use the packet. We good. You gotta have. We it. good. You gotta have the season. Oh, uh, Banks, bro, you this I man. Don't know what is, <laughs> I love it, man. This guy is flustered tonight. D. Hey, 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 y'all, y'all oh, winning man. tonight. I feel we like this it. is the last time I've ever been invited to this. You come back. You come back every week. <laughs> yeah, you come Banks back. Banks is like, yo, this is called leveling up with, with Benjamin Banks. Oh, all Lord. right. What are, we, what are you, you going to do about it? I'm like, Le- all right. Hey, leveling you know up with salt and pepper. Hey, we're going to resist. That's right. Oh, man. Oh, man. So, yeah. Um, let's, let's move it on over to video games because I know, you know, the big majority of the work obviously is the dubbing of the animes and stuff, but I know obviously you handle some of the anime voiceovers too, whether you're actually voicing characters or coordinating or whatever. Um, so kind of like the same thing. Cause a lot of these obviously are Japanese imports and then they get greenlit to get an English you know, voice and then translation right. to it. 
is that kind of the same thing with the time codes or is it a little bit more laid back than actually having to do an anime so it's definitely more laid back in that uh we don't have to do like a necessarily the same sort of like weekly crunch sometimes it's like there is there may be like an impossible number of files we need to deliver but at least we have like a month to do it Mm -hmm. so we can like ramp up some days and like take it easy a couple other days and whatnot um we don't have to worry so much about time coding uh this is where the difference in now this isn't for all uh uh import right Japanese imported a uh, dubbing game related stuff. But for the ones that I've worked on in the very least, there is definitely where it's just like, it's not so much about uh, matching flaps as much as it is like matching timing. Right. Uh, so because like with, with the video game animation, it just becomes even more uh, difficult, especially when you have like all these different console imports and whatnot. So it's just like, all right, get the general timing. As long as you fit that, then we're good. So I'd say it's like, it's a, definitely a little laxer right. on that front. Um, cause you don't have to worry so, so hard about it. Um, but yeah, the process is more or less the same, uh, for us, you know, we, we take the scripts and, uh, we'll get somebody to kind of like put their touch on it, better adapt it, make sure it actually sounds like the characters rather than just, uh, straight up, just, you know, translate and yeah, we just get to work. Same same process. Get the actors in. Tell them, all right, you know that character you did in the show. You're doing more of the same, just in the game. Right. And that's kind of a ongoing thing for because I know you said you know Smite Paladins, where they're constantly releasing some form of DLC or introducing you know yeah. new stuff. Right. New characters and stuff. Yeah. DLC. Yeah. So like you know, uh, in in the case of like Smite and Paladins, where those are actually just like. Uh, straight up just games that are made here uh and art or import like it's just a straight up video game um uh there is way more liberty in those when you don't have to rely on pre-existing facets you know like an actor whenever i'm directing them or if i'm in the booth myself it's just like all right cool uh we can actually have fun with this uh we can determine if we want a line to be zany cool nonchalant whatever the read we want uh we don't have to adhere to like oh how does this look on screen? We don't have half the time. We don't have anything. We're just right. like, okay, cool. Here's kind of like the general premise of what's happening. Uh, so just give me a read. And it's just like, all right. And then it's like, oh, you did something really weird there, but I like it. Let's keep it next. <laughs> you know? So there's definitely a lot more freedom in, in, in the very least in my video games that I've worked on where you can just actually like, just go all out and have fun. Right. So, so do y'all have like an exclusive thing with high res? Or, you know, where it's like, you know, these are my go-to guys and we got a contract for X amount of years. Or is it like a handshake agreement where... Uh, I think there's like a column A, column B sort of thing. We've just, uh, you know, they the, the relationship with high res has just been something that has existed with Okatron way before my time. Right. Uh, but they're not like required to use this obviously like should they want to and and there definitely i think have been points where you know they've tried and and dabbled with some other folks here and there um so it just becomes more of a we like the product you're making so we're gonna keep going with you um is what that kind of boils down to whereas you know uh something that's like uh the games that uh the 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 anime games those have more to do with the licensors uh and you know it's it's kind of like you know, when you look at Dragon Ball, for instance, and it's just like, okay, cool. Well, Funimation has Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball kind of like lives here. But then when you look at like the Naruto stuff, how that exists with Bang Zoom and them right. and that generally gets done over there. So it's like there's kind of like a licensor thing that happens here uh, in that world. But 
A lot of hands. No one is. A lot of hands in the cookie jar. Yeah, exactly. You just, you know, at the end of the day, people just want to get the job done. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask you, because I know that you've done a lot of work on My Hero Academia, and that's one of my favorite animes that I, I talk about it all the time, just as much as I talk about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Um, but, th- but this is a top five anime, though, unlike JoJo. Yeah, this is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yes, this is, is a top five. Clear um, that up. So for My Hero Academia, I saw that you did some work in the Two Heroes movie. Yeah. As so, a as a, lac- as a lectoplan. Yeah, yeah. So in that one, I mean, I, I I like to have a little bit of humility in my my things. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, I got I got like a named character in the thing, but I did say like a couple of sentences, and then that's say you never saw from me again. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, no, I, I I it was it was. I remember when when Colleen had brought me in to work on that movie and I I hadn't worked with her before. It was just like a hey, you know, uh let's go ahead and give it a shot. Um and uh coming out of that session being like cuz it, it was more than just that. It was like, you know, they they there there were a couple of like henchmen things uh, interlaced with that or like, you know, some like random bystanders right. cuz that's kind of how that works where yeah. you're in the booth so you might as well just uh get whatever you can while sounding a little varied. And after that it was just like a Oh, you know, you're actually not too bad. Uh, I'll, I'll keep you in mind for like the future stuff. <laughs> and, you know, still, still, still waiting to see one day when I can get into the show as like a, as a main, that'd be, that'd be yeah. dope. But well, you know, the reason but, why, the reason why I asked you that is because um, your character, spoiler alert, he does return in the manga. Oh, what? Yeah. But I did not know that. But the thing is, is that, um, he hasn't returned physically yet, but uh, all I'm going to say is that he, <laughs> all, all, all I am going to say is that he, he is going to be returning. I don't want to give too much away, but like they, they showed him in the manga. So he, so your character is going to be canon. So that's just a heads up no. because because it's like, I know when we had Lee up here, he, he voiced the character in the manga as well, but um, he, I mean, like not the manga, shot. the anime, yeah. he, 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 he voiced the character in the anime, but he only had that one appearance. And when he came up here, I had told him that his character didn't appear again in the anime, but he it's a possibility. Him, he, he heard him, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a possibility, but I'm letting you know right now. I'm going to go text Lee right now. I'm going to hey. text him and be like, <laughs> drop the bad you, news you on like, uh, You ain't tell I, me you got hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's like I read the manga whenever it comes out, and it's like... uh when I saw that you voiced uh, Electoplan, I was just like, well, I wonder if he knows that Electoplan is going to be returning. So I didn't. I thought it was just like a, a straight up just one off. Yeah, hey, but you're going to be but you're going to be waiting for a while, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's look, like whatever. A, hey, yeah. I, look, all all I'm hearing is that even if I go through no more voice acting work for now till God knows when one day. You, you'll be back, back in that yeah. booth, baby. That's you'll be right. back, coming back I, in that booth. Because I want because right. what? Because we're on season five right now, so I'm I'm assuming probably like season seven or eight, probably. Look, I got time. No, I ain't going nowhere. But time. <laughs> as long as you know, nothing time. Does he tell him no, you can do it like all day? day. <laughs> mm. um, Yo. Yo, hold up, but let's let's not tell Colleen that my character comes back, so maybe I get cast something right. else too. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's right. And you know, yeah, look, yeah, you don't you don't want to be on the uh, on the waiting list, just like, well, I know he's right? coming back. Well, right. it's like I want to do something else because I mean, you can always voice multiple characters on the show. Totally, totally. <laughs> yeah, look, 
knock on wood. That's, right. That's all I can hope and, for. And me and me and D love some Colleen. You know what I mean? Uh, hey, anybody <laughs> you know that is uh, part of the One Piece universe is is a friend with us. Of mm. that's Heck right. Yeah. On leveling up with right. Benjamin Banks. So <laughs> Banks, right? I'm bringing it up. Um, there, I think I think I know what it is. Go ahead. It's coming. That's what she said. And you know I got to bring it up. So we we got a battle going on right now. We had our boy Danny Kramer, who voices Raihan in Pokemon Journeys, mm-hmm, and now mm-hmm. we got you, who voices uh-huh. Raihan in Pokemon Twilight, uh, Twilight Wings. Which, if anybody's not seen Pokemon Twilight Wings, it is on the Pokemon official YouTube. It's just a quick eight episode kind of thing. Um. I suggest watching it because I was blown away by how good this thing was. Um, now, I just want to—I just want to tap one to that. Hey, t- uh, hey t- give it a little tap, tap, tap a room. When on the slideshow in the back, Trav was like, "Why is Ryan up there?" And uh, I was confused just like, me. Yeah, he was confused, and I—I I was just like, I was like, the Z, he—he he voices him. You know what I'm saying? So it's—it's it's interesting that we've now had. Two voice actors that voice the same character, but different universes. Different universes. Different universes. Yep, yep, (laughs) dude. It's it's definitely weird, but I get it. Also, Um, it's one of those things where the way I see it is, um, and this may just be my own, like you know, making up excuses because I don't have an entire claim to a character, Mm. whatever. But but legitimately though, there is something to be said about a a franchise that kind of opens itself up to having multiple different representations right. of a character and you know just different spins and different flavors because you know at the end of the day while you know you may know uh most main characters uh to be voiced by like a single person or whatnot right. there is something also to be said about like this sort of like community where it's just like oh yeah no like we all help bring a different life to these characters um, I mean, hell, Leon uh, has three different voice actors right, right yep. now. It, it's got, uh, dang, I need to remember everyone's names. I'm I'm going to refrain from naming names now. But in the three iterations uh, where it is Pokemon Journeys, Pokemon Twilight Wings, and the Pokemon Masters, I believe. Yeah, Pokemon uh, Masters. I think it's like the game. Yep. Uh, it's just like, yeah, um, it's, it's just a straight up like, okay, cool. Like, as long as everybody has this understanding that they aren't the guy – but we are the guys yeah. and yeah. and understanding that there is a sort of like shared uh, responsibility. You Absolutely. know, we all hold the weight of carrying the torch of this character and being able to be appropriate representatives of the franchise. Um, and also, you know, it's a really good way of being like, don't have an ego. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, well, Danny gave you tons of props. He loved, yeah, he did. He, he loved Pokemon Twilight. And um, yeah, Danny, I had nothing Danny's a good for you. Danny is a good guy. Yeah, he's a great I, guy. I, I I I remember yeah. having uh, conversations uh, in my DMs with a couple of other actors uh, in the Twilight Wings franchise, and we kind of like had this discussion where it was just like, "Man, it'd be cool if we got to voice things, but at the end of the day, we know we're not going to. Right. Uh, we know we know the sort of like you know the the trajectory that they've already taken with the different franchises, but we all had this agreement where it's just like, look." Whoever ends up voicing the others, we have to acknowledge, A, that they have the shared responsibility of the character and we have to do nothing but lift each other up. Because at the end of the day, 
we're just actors getting a gig mm-hmm. yeah. and it's kind of really stupid to not support each absolutely. other you know um yep there's there's exactly. absolutely no reason not to and i i funny enough i, I did a panel a couple weeks ago with uh danny an online panel uh uh, it was a Pokemon thing, so there's like several of us. But um, he's a funny dude. I dude. I, I do absolutely yeah, adore he him. Is. He's and, and he has all of those like Pokemon plushes yeah. too. Yeah, like, bag, man, bag and sag and hey, we call him bag and sag and Danny. That's hey, look, hey, when we when we had him up here, he just kept on reaching down and pulling out Pokemon plushes and his his switch. He just kept pulling stuff out. Uh, yeah, it's, bag it was funny, like Danny. somebody somebody would mention a Pokemon and then this man just comes up straight up puts it on the camera. It's just uh-huh. like. Man, this man just has everything, mm-hmm. doesn't he? Yeah, hey, w- when we brought him <laughs> on for, uh, what was it? Uh, it wasn't Falcon and Winter Soldier for WandaVision. WandaVision. It's just like he brought up the shield. It mm-hmm. just came up. It's just like, where where does all this stuff come from? Like, exactly. what does he have it at? And he has yeah. the, th- the thing that I love about Danny is that he is sort of the embodiment of the 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 childhood innocence that we all had and it feels like it never left him yeah. um you know whether or not whether or not he is truly as jaded an individual as someone like myself uh he is much better at hiding it that's for sure but i just i uh, this man always seems to just have a smile and and brings like an energy that is just like infectious you know um and i'm i'm I've listened to to his version of Raihan, and one of the things that I feared, uh, not necessarily for the character, but uh, the internet. The internet is so cruel. Mm-hmm. I hate the internet so much when it comes to, oh, well, uh, I hate his voice. I like his voice, blah, 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 like that stuff. So in my mind, I was just like, whoever voices Raihan, just let the internet like us both. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all. I just want some positivity. And luckily he was met with that, and he's doing a fantastic job. Now, have, since you were just talking about that, like, have you ever had any uh, criticism from the fans over a character that you voiced? And if you did, how did you handle the situation? Truly, I don't think I've done anything. Well, I mean, my roles are getting bigger now. Right. But I don't think I've done anything to really warrant someone coming after me being like, hey, you sucked. Right. <laughs> and, um, you know, I, I see the general criticism that some of my peers get uh, or like, you know, just general dub versus sub arguments they come into. And if somebody really is just like, oh, I didn't like that voice or whatever, at the end of the day, you can't please them all. You know, yep. it's it's I, I've, I've had friends uh, where I've had to have talks with them, kind of taking them off the ledge a little bit where it's just like, look, man, you have so many other people who have listened to your voice. And while they might not be typing all this like rave positive things, you got to understand the one negative comment you see is just that one negative comment. Absolutely. Like. It's just a dude behind a keyboard yep. or a dudette, who knows? <laughs> but you can't let it get to you. You got to just shrug it off because at the end of the day, it's just going to eat you up if you keep thinking that. At the end of the day, as an actor, and I, and I say this to all of my peers right now, the only person that mattered in the time of that recording is the director. If you made them happy and they kept you on that final product, that's the only opinion that mattered. It doesn't matter what the fan receptions were. You please the one person it mattered to. That's it. So you did your job. <laughs> hey, and I just want to say this in the words of Ed, I'm a dude. He's a dude. She's a dude. We're all just dudes. Hey. 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 By the yeah, way, I thought you were going to say something, dude. She just said, hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Dudes. Go ahead. That's it. Dude. But yeah, if anyone wants to come and tell me they hate my voice, by all means, come hey. for it. Like I'm, hey, I love cool. your voice. Hey, look, 
Let's do it. I'm gonna expect my jersey uh in my 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 hoodie. My 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 leveling up hoodie, all right? Hey, we we don't have any of that, but I can see you over the cruise band though. I can give you a If the if the crew's repping me, I'm repping the crew. That's all I'm saying. That's thank right. You, thank, thank you. One team, one speed. That's right. All you got to do yeah. is run, and then look, yeah, D ran. You, you just yeah, went he, out he of here. Yeah, he's on it. But no, uh, we we really appreciate you coming on and joining us tonight, man. You've been such a delight. Um, all right, there is D. There is D. He's so, back uh, and stronger than ever. That's right. Look at this man. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Back from the hyperbolic time chamber. That's right. And not not Yamcha style. More like all right, all right. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, with that being said, thank you again for joining us on tonight's episode. Let everybody know in social media land where they can find you at. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Twitter is my main thing, at Nazitarsha. Uh, there is really no reason to go anywhere else. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. But, yeah. Hell but, yeah. no, uh, also, thanks for having me on. Oh, uh, this is, you know, it's 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 always like, kind of like oh man it's i'm gonna be in an interview thing is this gonna be like i need to just like yeah so i did this or is it gonna be like a chill just like all right we're yeah. vibing it's cool yeah definitely chill yeah put in the word yeah. for us man because we we trying to get oh, everybody hey, look, spread the word man. look absolutely this is fun i like hey, this. Hey. this is just like chilling with the, the crew i think hey, that's absolutely. the one that's the one compliment we always get whenever we get done with all this and we're all just chatting after uh-huh. the pod or whatever and everybody um, always that's wants pretty to come much back the compliment on. we get man is the and that's when hey when we we call it sliding in the dms as benjamin banks calls it yeah when we slide in the dms <laughs> i always tell them too uh we like to have a conversation with you we just chilling i don't have yeah, yeah we yeah. don't have a list Getting of 20 questions that we're gonna drill you with we, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. honestly most questions. of the time it's not even about your career it's about who you are and, yeah uh, yeah, and the, the career part yeah. is just in there, like just yeah. asking those questions. I mean, because it's like you still got to ask those questions. Well, I, for, sure, sure. I don't think fans really care about your career. They want to know about you. You know what that's I mean? That's true too. And build that connection because exactly. that that's that's the great thing about the internet and social media is now you can con- That's what it's supposed to be, right? Us connecting with people in a positive yeah. way and getting to know people a little bit. Not more. that other stuff. And when you find somebody you're a fan of that now y'all got the same football team that you enjoy yeah. or, you know, both of y'all got one piece in your top five. You know what I mean? It, <laughs> it opens up to a connection between you and the fans and, you know, it, it builds that. And that's what we do, mm-hmm. man. We build bridges. That's right. right. Over here on leveling up. Hey, hey, well, I'll hey, tell you what, I was going to say, <laughs> I'll tell you what, that's a strong bridge you got built. Hey. I mean, Hey, Thank I like you, it. Thank I you. dig it. All right. Hey, because <laughs> hey, when you come on leveling up with Benjamin Banks, it's like Olive Garden. We're family. Right. Boom. All right. All right. <laughs> That's right. I'm still waiting for the. Mm. I was about to say where the breadsticks at. Though. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Where's that catering, hey. baby? Now, now what you is that basket of breadsticks? Hey, D got him in the mail. Yeah, we're mailing to you. All right. That's what I like to hear. Hey, just uh, just be careful if it's a guy with an afro and a trench coat at your door. That's what you need to worry about. You watch oh, out for don't, don't answer, answer the door. Get under your bed and call nine one one. 
What an amazing guest Z was, man. It's like, you know, I, I'll give it. I'll give it to you oh, guys. Yeah. I give it to you. It's like y'all had y'all had some backup. It's like I felt like I was fighting. I felt like I was Thanos and I was fighting Thor, Cap, and Iron Man at the end of Avengers Endgame. So I'll give you all that. You know, everybody deserves to win one, and uh, I'll, I'll give you all that. But now let me ask you this: Who is snapping their fingers to erase me from existence? Nobody. Who who's who's Iron Man in this situation? I know I already know D is Cap. That's that's D's guy. That's so, D's guy? well, look, since Nazee's no longer with us right now, Nazee could be, oh, <laughs> be good old Tony. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say it was Trav because Trav. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Trav. I mean, hey, hold on. I mean, don't tra- don't try and sacrifice me. You're always supposed to be Do you hear this? Hey, that's that's exactly what Cap was saying. Uh-huh. He was just like, when it comes to putting your your life on the line, I don't think that you are the man for the job. And Travis hey, hey, said, nah. Hey, Tony did, and uh, you know, you know what else Tony said? Tony looked Cap straight in his eyes, and he told this man, "You said we would lose together, and you weren't there." Uh-huh. And Cap won't there. But it's, it's fun. Yeah, but Tony's hey, just, nah, just saying he look, had man, every option. That's what Cap does. He won't. That is what Cap does. Yeah. No. But uh, with that being said, um, you know, like I said, amazing episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Z, he was a really awesome guy. I'm glad that we had lit. him on the podcast. And uh, now, just like everybody else that we have up here on the podcast, he is a part of the level up with Benjamin Banks family. Trav, we have to figure out uh, when we're going to send him the hoodie. Now, do we want to send him a hoodie or do we want to send him a jersey? Well, first off, where's my hoodie jersey? Oh, I, you don't get, uh, you don't, you don't have one. Me look, and D, we got hoodies. I, I, I've been sitting here for, you know, a hundred and ten plus episodes, bro. I ain't got no damn hoodie. I got no sticker. I got well, bro, no John bro. Cena leveling up wristband. Well, bro, the I, reason I'm gonna be honest with you, the reason why you don't have a hoodie. It's because of all the times that me and D were sitting upstairs in your room mm-hmm. and you didn't have any water for us. Oh, and I had plenty you, of water. You were the only one that had water. And then you had, hold on, hold on, let me finish. Then you had D sitting on the bed. You had D sitting on the bed. He had nothing to, you know, brace his back on. Uh, you know, I was always laying down on the couch and Exactly. I, 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 I can't help it. You hog the couch. And, and there would be times where D, he was he was really involved in the conversation. And then you would you'd be like, hey, slide the mic up. It's not picking you up. But yeah, man, uh, we've come a long way since them days, man. And I'm I'm proud of you guys. Yes, I'm, we I'm, prou- I'm proud of um the direction that we're going in Shut and everything. That shit up, bro. Don't come in here tearing me down and yeah, then be like to... you know i'm proud of y'all i mean Come sometimes on, sometimes the, hey hey if samuel jackson can do it then i can do it too man nah. and uh you know i i am I, I i'm proud of uh you know our growth and i just hope that uh we just continue to keep on growing and uh this train keeps on running wild well it depends get us some damn hoodies it's not a train get us some damn hoodies you're the, you're the leader no, of the train, right? No train. Get us a damn hoodie. Trav, don't endorse that. D, relax. No I, I'm just saying, if he's claiming something, he gonna need to back speak it, it up. Speak it into existence. He gonna need to back it up. Now, D, you know, like I said, we talking about the train, so go ahead and let everybody know on social media <laughs> land where they can find you at. That's gonna be rebellious. Double underscore D23 on Instagram.com, Trav. Tell them we're not on the train. Hey, 
We ain't on the train, but you know where I am? I'm on the Instagrams at ZK Audio. And good sir, if anybody is in need of a hero, where do they go to find one? Well, all you got to do is just come to the front of the train. (laughs) I have on my hat. And I'll turn around and I'll let you know. Like that, that you can find me your hero, Benjamin Banks at King Benji underscore Banks on Twitter and Instagram. And you can look me up on Facebook at Benjamin Banks. I should be the first person to pop up. If not, then I need to contact Mr. Zuckerberg. Make sure that you follow all of the Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks social media accounts at Leveling Up Banks. That's on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you are feeling generous and would love to donate to us, we have a Patreon and it is at Leveling Up Banks. Thank you to all our patrons who donate to us and uh, pretty much help us pay the bills because uh, we've been asking for a, a while now and we appreciate people finally starting to help us pay the bills because the bills are expensive. And we have a YouTube. It is at Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks where we have video interviews, reviews, and uh, all of that uh, reaction videos and all that other good stuff. So like, make sure- follow, subscribe. There you go. No, but D, say it like how you be saying it though. That's how exactly how we said it. Like, follow, subscribe to the channel, please. Give us a thumbs up. Mm-hmm. There you go. And with that being said, we'll see you next week on Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. Always keep that pinky up. And if you see somebody in need of help, make sure that uh, you offer them a hand and help them out. See you next time. Peace.